Hey, Tourpreneurs, it's Mitch Bach. And just a quick note before we begin today's episode, Tourpreneur is currently sponsored by Google. We're thankful for their support of our community, and we are offering with them a completely free course helping you unlock the power and potential of Google's Things to Do program, which is specifically helping tour operators add their tours to Google in new ways that gives you new exposure and more direct bookings. To learn more, go to tourpreneur.com slash Google. And as always, show notes, more resources, links to our newsletter, our business coaching community, and so much more are available on tourpreneur.com. Now to the episode. Welcome to the Tourpreneur Podcast. Travel industry veteran Shane Whaley will take you on a journey with fellow tourpreneurs, sharing their tips, ideas, insights, and success stories to inspire you to make your tour business the best it can be. And now, here is your host, Shane Whaley. Hello and welcome to episode 113 of the Tourpreneur Podcast. Today, we heard from Arrival. They made an official statement that they are canceling their in-person Phoenix event. They wrote to all registered attendees saying that they'd made the challenging and painful decision because the COVID conditions in Arizona, around the country, and globally make it impossible to produce an Arrival event that will live up to our standards and your expectations and most importantly, secure everyone's safety. Uh, I got on the phone with Bruce Rossard today. Bruce is the COO and co-founder at Arrival to find out a little bit more about the decision and to find out more about Arrival 360. And that's a in-destination virtual event and virtual masterclass that they are launching as a replacement. And of course, I asked Bruce, you know, what this decision means for those of us who are registered for Phoenix. Joining us on the line is Bruce Rossard, COO and co-founder at Arrival. Bruce, welcome to Tourpreneur. I wish it was under better circumstances. How do you feel today now you've made the official public announcement that the in-person event in Phoenix is cancelled? Well, first of all, Shane, thanks for having me on. We really appreciate it. Um, You know, mixed emotions, for sure. Uh, I think many ways relieved that we finally put the announcement out. And we knew this announcement was was inevitable for at least a month or more. Um, but we had to make sure we got the communication right. We also had to make sure we had a replacement, a virtual replacement that we feel really good about uh, and that we feel will be highly beneficial for the industry. So um, yeah, mixed emotions, relieved that the announcement is now done so we can start focusing on what comes next and uh, and working on what we believe will be a successful event for the community of tours, activities, attractions, and experiences. Absolutely. So before we get into the replacement, which is the Arrival 360 event, what does this decision mean for tourpreneurs who are registered for Phoenix? Sure. And obviously that was a, a, a lot of conversation, but number one, if you want a full refund, you get a full refund. Um, we set up uh, in an email that we sent out to all registered attendees that went out today, uh, a two question survey that they come back to a please send full refund b uh we'll take you up on your incentive plan and we 
we would credit the payment towards a future live event. And we, we have this incentive plan to uh, give people uh, some ideas of what they can benefit with if they leave their payment with us. Right. So as I understand from the email, that's if uh, we go for the credit, that's a ticket to a future in-person event through to 2022 and an unlimited registration ticket for Arrival 360 and a free subscription right. to the, uh, I'm reading off your email here, which I, I got a couple hours ago, but also a free subscription to the Virtual Masterclass Summit um, through December 31st and free access to Arrival Research Reports produced between September 1 and December 31st, 2021. We're all struggling. We're, everyone in our business and in the entire travel industry is struggling. And we have done a lot of content for free. We put 35 webinars out there for free. And then we started charging for these virtual events. Uh, the first one was mostly free. Um, the one that we're doing right now for Asia Pacific, we are charging and, and people are paying. This incentive package is basically get free access to everything we're doing between now and the end of 2021, as far as these virtual events, which we will continue to run, even if we are able to go live as expected in 2021, or as hoped, I should say, um, and the research that we produce. So basically everything that Arrival publishes and puts out through December 31, 2021 uh, is included in this incentive package. And just to be clear, so those who registered for Berlin and Bangkok, will they also get access to the uh, Arrival 360 virtual event? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to, we haven't got the email out to the Berlin and Bangkok folks yet, but they will all get the exact same incentive package. So my position at Tourpreneur, as you know, I registered for Phoenix, even though you guys are always very generous in giving me a free press pass, media pass. But when I saw it was capped at 400, I thought, well, you know, if you've got 10 press guys in there and the normal price is around a thousand, well, that's, you know, a lot of money that you're losing. And I didn't want that to happen because I want to support you as a business. My perspective right now, and I realize there's a lot of people out there struggling that need the money back and and I get it. My own position is I'm going to go for the credit with you, Bruce, because I want to see you thrive. I want to see you alive in 2021. And I know it's very easy for those of us who consume your content to just think of you as a massive media organization, conference event organization, and think you you know you, you've got loads of cash when you know you've had to cancel three major events this year, and you're a business as well, and you're struggling. You you've got mortgages to pay and food to put on the table and children to clothe. So I'm hoping that our listeners and the industry will opt for a credit to support you going forward. Well, we appreciate that, Shane, and, and we hope so as well. And, and you're right. I mean, uh, we're a small business. We're a very small business. Uh, we also went through layoffs like most of your listeners have, and uh, we're doing what we can. And we're doing the best that we can with this. Yeah, and also, you can say, you've given 35 webinars. Whether people are fans of those or not, that was still a ton of free content that you, you were basically giving to the industry. And again, you know, you, these things, I, and I know as a content producer myself, there are costs associated with this. None of this is free for you to produce the webinars and also the time of your team and also of your guests to come on and share your wisdom. So you've been doing a lot of good things to to help us. And I noticed that in your goals was always to help entrepreneurs grow their businesses and increase the visibility. And now you've, they are still goals of yours, of course, but you're, you're now you've changed your mission a little bit where you're trying to help operators navigate this crisis because this is unprecedented. We're all struggling. We all feel lonely and defeated and at times thinking of, well, I'm just going to 
stop this and I'm just going to stack shelves at a supermarket because I don't need the stress. So I definitely see that change in your mission of helping operators navigate the crisis. Yeah, I don't know if it changes our mission so much as it changes how we accomplish that mission. Mm-hmm. You know, in the days of COVID, it's just different. And uh, we want to put out there as much helpful advice as possible, not unlike Torpreneur. I mean, that is your mission as well, is to help the Torpreneurs be successful, give them access to any resources you know about. Um, so I, I think our missions are actually pretty well aligned. One difference for Arrival is we are, uh, we're, we're working with the whole industry. So it's not just mm-hmm. the tourpreneurs, it's the large operators and attractions, it's the distributors and the res tech companies. You know, that makes up the entire community that we're all in together. And um, we're, we're trying to serve that entire industry and everyone's hurting. Not just, It's not just the small operators, it's everybody. And you obviously have a lot of global sponsors, of big names out there. How are they reacting? How are they working with you in terms of cancellations? Well, at this point, we haven't talked to the sponsors about what we just announced today. We wanted to get the, the announcement out first to anyone who is registered for the Phoenix event. That was priority number one. Priority number two is to let the entire community know what we're doing. And next, I will be in touch directly with every sponsor. Um, you know, to be frank, we didn't have that many sponsors for Phoenix because as of March 1, we stopped all efforts related to Phoenix. Uh, there was no advertising out there about Phoenix. Um, we didn't try to sell any sponsorships for Phoenix. So, you know, there's not a lot out there for Phoenix, except for some of our global partners who have agreed to sponsor all of our events with us. And I already spoke to all of them after the uh, Berlin cancellation. So I'm in good touch with all of our sponsors. And uh, I think they'll be backing what we are able to put together for this Arrival 360 program. So you've announced an uh, Arrival 360 and you build it as not just another virtual event. How will this one be different? Yeah, you know, um, Shane, you were at our first, we, we called it our beta virtual event. Uh, we had almost 2,000 people in there, and it was quite different. Um, when we say not just another virtual event, what we've seen primarily are companies that are taking their live events, making them virtual, really trying to duplicate that by, if it was a two- or three-day live event, they're going to do a two- or three-day virtual event. Uh, first of all, we're not doing that. We are doing events on a day by day basis, and I'll explain that in a second. But we're not, we're not gonna, we don't expect people to sit in front of a computer for two or three days in a row. So we are gonna take this event and extend it over a two week period. Um, secondly, we are using a platform where everyone that comes to the event has their own profile. Uh, everyone has a company profile. So if I see you make a comment, or in Q&A, you ask a really smart question. I can say, well, who's this Shane guy? And I can click on you and see your profile. And right there, I can request a meeting with you. And we can have a video meeting immediately within the platform. I can uh, go and do a, a list of, you know, let me see all the attendees and filter them down and request meetings that way as well. So um, when we create an event, for anyone who's been to our events, they know there's two primary things. Number one is the best content possible for our industry, you know, really putting out thought leaders from throughout the industry. And number two is the networking slash business development. And we call it the networking lounge. And and that's where a lot of people hang out throughout the event. So we're going to create as much of that networking lounge feeling as we possibly can virtually. And uh, we did hear from a lot of the attendees of the first event that it was really successful. We got some really excellent feedback from that. Um, and then the, the next thing we're also going to do are what we call roundtables. And roundtables are small, more intimate uh, sessions, 10 to 15 people in kind of a Zoom room. It's not Zoom. It's within our platform. So, again, you don't have to leave the platform. 
And those sessions are hosted by an arrival expert. Uh, an arrival expert is a thought leader in the industry, someone who is a specialist in the topic that their roundtable is about. It's not a presentation. It's facilitation of a meeting because what we've learned in some of the special magic at arrival is one of the best things is operators being able to learn from other operators. That, that really is what we just got from day one of arrival. And these roundtables are meant to be that. They're meant to be people learning from each other, not being presented to like a workshop. Um, and they, they've proven to be super successful. And I think that's a big differentiator on what we're going to be doing. But I, I could go on and on, but that I think that's a, uh, a good synopsis. I guess because this is going to be a paid event, as much as I enjoyed the, the beta version, I guess the spamminess of the chat and messages was something I heard a lot about from tourpreneurs who were like, they didn't like that very much. Do you think that the, because this will be gated almost, that you have to pay to join, will get rid of a lot of that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we had two, I mean, there was a lot of learnings from our yeah. first event. The two primary learnings, number one was that spam effect. Uh, and that spam was really in our chats. So the chats I didn't mention and that, when I was just talking about the event, they, mm. that, those are not round tables. We didn't have any spam round True. tables. That just wouldn't happen, right? Yeah. Um, in the chat, there was a spam factor. And what we now know is every chat that we set up needs to be fully moderated. Yeah. And if someone is spamming, we'll just delete. Um, that's number one. And also, like you said, that event was free. And people came in and took advantage of that. And because there was no gate, uh, they came in for free and, and they were spamming. Uh, everyone I've talked to as we've tried to figure out the right pricing, et cetera, et cetera, all agree, just put some kind of price tag on this thing and that will help to keep the spammers out. Um, but the other kind of spam, quote unquote, is, you know, can be a sponsor that gets really proactive and puts messaging out to everybody instead of really trying to filter and only get messaging out to the appropriate people that would be interested in their services. That's not much different than a live event. And all we can do to control that is when we hear about it, you know, I'll pick up the phone and talk to the sponsor and say, what are you doing? Like, this is not good for your brand. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's not different than a live event. And, uh, you know, when it happens, we'll act on it for sure. And what's the price going to be on Arrival 360, the one you're hosting in October, November? It's, it's not a straightforward answer because, you know, again, another one of our learnings and what we're really seeing with this Asia Pacific event is it's not a one price fits all. Um, so we've broken out our pricing and really our categorization uh, into three groups. Number one, small operators. We define a small operator as a company that is doing less than $100,000 a year of revenue. And we mean 2019. We don't mean 2020. Yeah. Um so that, that's the first category, the least expensive pricing, of course. Uh, next are the medium and large operators. And then finally, the quote-unquote other companies, the distributors and res tech companies, uh, marketing agencies that are really there to do business uh, with the operators. And uh, so we're going to charge them more than the operators themselves. Um, all of our pricing does work with promo codes when we establish it. And there's reasons for that, for tracking partnerships and things like that. But after promo codes, a one-day ticket for a small operator is $39. The full five-day ticket for operators is $99. Um, we also you know, established this with our small discounts on our live events, small operator discounts. And we'll do the same for the virtual summits. If someone applies and we'll have an application form and you know they just, they're in hibernation, they have zero revenue, mm -hmm. um, we'll make it available for zero. Wow. Um, so if someone needs a free ticket, um, 
the hurdle there is fill out the application form. Yeah. Uh, we'll just do a really quick check of a website to make sure that's for real, and uh, we'll we'll approve free tickets. So really the price is low as zero and it goes up from there. Did you know every weekday Shane curates the most interesting news articles in tours and activities and sends them out in a snappy daily digest? Grab your copy of the Tourpreneur Daily Briefing at www.tourpreneur.com. I guess one of the challenges you have, I mean, it's how do you replicate that energy of an in-person event and this isn't just an arrival issue this is across the board right i was on a podcasting event last week it was a five-day event and i was there was no energy there was no no buzz there whatsoever and when you know i'm a big soccer fan and when the bundesliga in germany i think they were the first people to start televising games again and there was there's no crowd right so there's no atmosphere and i was really shocked at how I didn't enjoy watching the games anymore. I never realized how much I enjoyed the listening to the crowd. And even even though I don't do politics here, you know, watching the stuff from the DNC, you know, so much of that is virtual. It's so very different from being there or hearing a crowd. And I imagine also for the speakers, because you're not getting that feedback. You know, you've been on the platform, you hear the laughs from the crowd or the gasps sometimes and not having that feedback. This is a whole new world. What's your views on that, Bruce? Yeah, well, look, I mean... You know, to be frank, you've been a little bit skeptical even of virtual tours and virtual experiences early on, right? And uh, Airbnb, for one, has been hugely successful with that. So there's models that work and models that don't work. Um, we want to be the best in the world at putting together virtual events. That does not mean that we don't want to come back and be the best in the world at creating live events for our community. That's obviously our plan, and we're just going to sit and wait until we can do that. But in the meanwhile, we're working on creating the best virtual events that we possibly can. Where does the energy come from? It comes from the attendees. Um, and again, the feedback that we got from the first event were attendees really connected. They connected with each other, whether it was uh, you know, sellers connecting with prospects, and there was quite a bit of that. Uh, and they connected with old friends. I heard from a number of people that it was just good to see their old friends in front of them that they hadn't talked to in months um, and create that connection. So that is available and that happens. Uh, on our platform because of the way the networking is set up. Um, and by the way, because we're running this over two weeks, the entire event is available for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's a huge piece of what we're doing is keeping the platform open. And actually, it'll be open for the entire year. Um, so the networking can continue and happen on the platform. But when there's Q&A, you'll know who's answering, asking the questions. When there's chat, you'll know who's doing the chatting. If you want to talk to those people, you can just talk to those people right away. Um, so we're going to pepper conversations. We're going to pepper Q&A. And we're going to you know, try to facilitate getting attendees engaged with each other. We know the roundtables are super engaging and they create energy. And uh, you know, we'll do our best, but really it's up to the attendees and uh, what we found is these people all love each other. They love the community and, and they'll work on building that energy as we go. Bruce, thanks for giving us some of your time today to come on the show and explain the decision and what you are doing to create these virtual events. I, I wish you the very best and, and all the success with this because we need Arrival to be around next year in 2022 and 2023. I miss coming to your events I miss having a beer with participants and meeting new connections and learning about new technology and new approaches to growing businesses. So I'm right in your corner here, you know, really willing you on to survive this and and to thrive next year. 
Well, Shane, thanks a lot. And uh, the same for Torpreneur. We're all in this together. Uh, and everyone out there listening, um, we're all in this together and, and trying to do what we can to keep it together while, while uh, we're waiting for that vaccine, uh, the magic vaccine to come and, and get us all back to normal again. So thank you very much. My pleasure. And everyone, you can find details for Arrival 360. If you go to arrivalevent.com, it's, it's all there. And I will add those links to the show notes at tourpreneur.com forward slash one one three thanks for listening to the torpreneur podcast be sure to visit torpreneur.com to join the conversation and access the show notes including links to the resources mentioned on today's episode this is torpreneur